All right. It's good to be back. It's going to be back in this studio recording the Big Ticket Life with you. Um, it's funny, you know, when my guest Ken and I, Ken Adder, welcome to the show. When we, Thank you. Uh, I, guess, I guess when the universe realizes that Jeff and Ken want to put a show together, it, th- it throws some curveballs my way. The first time I blew out my elbow helping family move move some stuff when my grandfather had passed and um, I had to postpone the show. And today I stand with you. Uh, we live cast our show. We live stream on Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. So if you're catching this on audio, I'm saying show intentionally because it is a show. You should always check out the video. But standing here, I got the ice machine, cold water therapy ice machine hooked to my leg, the low screen. And uh, as, we're, as we're doing the show downstairs, we have uh, my son accidentally flooded the first floor and the whole first floor is getting ripped out. The basement's ripped out. So we're having a grand old time. But Ken and I said, screw it. We're going to go ahead and do the show anyway. Well, Ken, Adder, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Jeff. It's a pleasure to be here. And I just love the persistence to go ahead with the show, right? So right. yeah, well, we've, had a few, we've had a few challenges to get here, but we are here. So that's, that's right. the most important thing. That's right. You know, it's, it's just really funny how that works out. But, you know, you can choose to think about it negatively, I guess, or you can choose to say, huh, the universe is giving me something and uh, I'm going to step up and answer the call. That's the way I look at it, at least. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, one of the things that one of the I, like a foundational thing for me is, is that um, I like to tell people and I like to inform them that um, the everything that you're talking about, the universe, it's all working out for you. So it's, it's always mm-hmm. working out in your favor. So right now, this may appear to be something that, uh, is not good. And I can understand that. But in some aspect, somewhere along the line, it is working out for you. So, uh, yep. you may, you may discover why later on. So we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll follow it up and see, and see how, what, what comes out of this. I have a little insight into that. And then we're going to dig into the show and why I called this episode. The, uh, fast, uh, the inside lane to success. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, as I was doing my rehab early on from the, the knee replacement operation, I'm walking around the house with my walker and right at the front door, I accidentally, the back foot of the walker picks up a piece of transition trim from the hardwood to the carpet in the, in the front room, uh, where my office ends. And, uh, and I pick up half of it and break it and rip it. And, you know, it's like, well, that's going to be a really involved repair the way I broke it. I'm like, oh, that's something to put on the list. We'll get it taken care of. Well, there we go. It's getting there taken care of in a much bigger way, but it's getting taken <laughs> care of. In a big way. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, so anyhow, um, so I want to, I want to talk about mindset because really mindset is, it is that inside lane. It is that fast track. If you embrace it, positive mindset. And, and folks who was like, you know, I don't need that stuff. That's woo woo. I'm, I'm not, I'm not somebody that ever deals with anything negative. And if I do, I can just brush it off and it doesn't affect me. And, you know, I, I fought the hard way for years. You know, you, you touched on, it doesn't happen to us while well, I'm saying this. It doesn't happen to us. It happens for us. You had said it happens for us. I'm, I'm a big believer in that these last handful of years. So. I'm sure I'm not the only one. Please let me not be the only one that's ever said, I don't need that woo-woo mindset stuff. I'm a tough guy. What do you say to that? And how do you, how do you refocus people that want to fight against uh, this, this 
tackling your mind really is an asset. It is a skill. What it do you is, say to it folks is. like that? What I say is this, and and there's a couple of things. There's something that I like to call the triple U syndrome, which is uh, the U being the letter U. And and it ties in nicely with what you're talking about here. Is this, you know, it's amazing how most people, uh, most individuals, most entrepreneurs have heard about mindset. Like you're saying, like people have heard a lot, you know, either listen to a podcast, listen to a speaker, but potentially read a book. And in one way or another, I've heard about mindset. Yet, for some reason, um, you know, they'll start to dabble into it for a day, you know, for a couple of days. They get really intrigued. They, they maybe dabble in for a week, maybe a month, and somehow it gets put to the wayside. So they've, they've heard about mindset, yet what happens to most individuals, most entrepreneurs, is that they very much get lost in all the tasks and all the stuff that is required to be done in their business, in their, you know, in their life. And the first U of the triple U syndrome is underrated. I truly believe that mindset really and truly gets super, super underrated. Uh, I believe nowadays, I've been dabbling in personal development for over 20 years now, that your mindset is your superpower. It is your superpower. And it's, everybody has access to that superpower if they truly want it. Yet it gets underrated. Now, not on top of that, on top of getting underrated, it gets underestimated. That's the second U of the triple U syndrome. So what happens is, like I said, you know, they dabble for a little while in mindset, but then again, get lost in all of the other things that has, that are required of their business, of their life. And just like, you know, purchasing a book I don't know if this has ever happened to you, Jeff. Have you ever, and and for the listeners, have you ever purchased a book and then didn't read it (laughs) and just left it there on the shelf? Yep. Now, this is the same thing. People get, it it gets put on the back burner mindset. It intrigues someone, but for some reason they go, ah, you know what? I'll I'll look into it. But right now, this is more important. This is more important. This is more important. I got to take care of this. I got to take care of this. And it gets put on the back burner. No different than that book that you purchased and left it on, left on the shelf. <clears throat> the only thing that you have to do is pull that book off the shelf and start reading it. And the same thing with mindset. All you have to do is give it the time of day to begin to learn about it. And it's not rocket science. I can promise you that if it was rocket science, I would not be speaking to you here about it. I promise you that. So. That's the second you. And, and because it's underrated, because it's underestimated, it gets underutilized. And that's the third, and that's the third you of the triple U syndrome. So it gets underrated, underestimated. And because of that, it gets underutilized. Now, mm-hmm. for those listening, for those watching, you know what? I want to let you off the hook. And why do I want to let you off the hook? Because this is happening simply because you still do not have a strong enough belief in mindset. Trust me, if you knew for certain, if you knew 100% that mindset was your superpower, that it was the key to every single result and experience you are having in your life, you would give it the dedication that it truly, truly deserves. And, and this is where, this is why beliefs are so powerful because if your belief was strong enough in that, I can promise you, you would start to delve into it. 
And then these beliefs begin to tie into your thoughts. And again, every, and all of these beliefs are having an effect on all the results and the experiences in your life. So when someone talks to me about mindset, coming right to your question about, you know, you know, I think it's, I think it's, you know, woo woo. And I think it's, you know, I'm strong enough. And, you know, all that matters are all the tasks that I'm doing. I'm not going to take that away from anybody in all honesty. That's what they want to believe. I'm not going to take their belief away from them. If there's one thing that I learned many years ago when it comes to coaching and consulting is that I have no right to help someone to assist someone unless they've actually asked me. Now, if they Mm. ask me and they want to dabble into it a little more, I'd say, hey, listen, let me, let me, let, let me, let me start to explain to you what I'm talking about here and how, you know, the thoughts that you're having are having an effect on every single result and experience. And those thoughts are tied in with your beliefs. Where are those beliefs coming from? And then we start to dabble and we start to delve even further and deeper. And, and in fact, you know, that's what it's all about is about going inside. And that's why it's the inside lane, which believe it or not, you know, one of the things that's so vital with entrepreneurs, especially with entrepreneurs that I find is that one of the first things I need to tell them is you actually have to slow down first mm-hmm. because yep. so many entrepreneurs are, are going down that, you know, going down a rabbit hole where they're going so fast and going so fast and they're constantly thinking and thinking about, you know, the tasks that we need to be done tomorrow, what I didn't complete today, you know, and all of these things and, and getting lost so far in the future. And there is a place for that. Yet forgetting where they are right now in the present moment and having the, and taking the time and the space to slow down their thinking. And this is where inspiration begins to happen when they actually slow themselves down. Lot to unpack there. I'm going to start, um, start with first. I love the triple U way of thinking about mindset. And here's why I like it because underrated is this, is this an underrated skill that I'm using? Am I underestimating the power of this? And am I ultimately underutilizing the, some benefits that I've seen? Um, I love how you've put that together because I think that can help a lot of people throughout their day, right? Like they can, they can take those moments throughout the day that they have where they might have time or where they might Think, you know, maybe it's a good time to pause and think about my response to this problem or my response to this opportunity. And they can dovetail in those three different U's, those three different really modalities of thinking about mindset. I love the questions behind there. Is this underrated? Is this underestimated? And is this underutilized? You know, the taking time to slow down things really kind of at the forefront of my thoughts as of late around a number of projects that I'm working on. Um, one of which, you know, I've teamed up with a friend of mine uh, who has a coaching group. Um, you know, I do coaching, really more consulting, but it's in a unique way where it's more personal. It's very connected. It's, it's a deep relationship where we're expanding the business exponentially over a course of a year, number of years to a, a defined milestone or a defined goal of a sale or, or mm-hmm. um, taking on equity. And so that's a real tight relationship. I don't have a lot of time for many of those relationships, but I also bypass opportunity because not everybody that comes into my world is a fit for the way I do consulting. 
So Absolutely. I've always passed that through. And I've said to myself, you know, maybe there needs to be something that I can help people with. So when they do come into my role, I can have an answer. And um, so just asking that question, that, that slowing down, that opportunity actually presented itself for my now partner, Bat Rhoda, and I'm helping to lead his Battlefield Alliance coaching group. So now there's a place they can go and with a team there and me helping to lead that in the way that I'm committed there, I can now point people there. So it really just took that time for me to slow down and think, is there an opportunity for me to point folks to where they're, I mean, like you said, I like how you also said, I don't go and give help or give advice if it hasn't been asked for. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And I, so I've had people what, come in. Yeah, I've had people come in and they're like, you know, in a way they're asking for that help, but I've never had that direction to point them in. So that taking time to slow down and think, um, I think it's really important because we're a connected, super busy world. And I think people forget that it is okay to unplug. It is okay to decompress in the day. It is okay to like turn off the alerts on your phone. I drive the people yeah. I'm partnered with crazy because I don't have alerts on my phone. You know, but likewise, I, I, likewise, right, I agree I, with you 100. percent Yeah. That, and and so, what I and what I like to add, add, add on here, what yeah. I shared there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's what I'd like to add here is 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 because I like what you're saying and about. You know, taking the time to pause. And I think this is very interesting uh, as well. So you framed it as taking the time to pause and think. So taking time to think. And I'm going to take it a bit further. And and the reason I want uh, an individual many times to slow down is actually to slow down their thinking or actually pause their thinking as much as possible. Why am I saying this? Because it's in those moments when you actually pause where you are creating space. Because if you like to think of it like this, that, you know, every single thought, every, 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 you know, idea, inspiration, it's, it's floating around you. And if you can imagine the, the, the more you're thinking, the more you're thinking and, and you're constantly thinking and you're going really fast, the less space you have to receive those thoughts, those ideas, those mm -hmm. inspirations. So when you actually pause and you slow down your thinking, what it does is it creates a little space so that you can actually receive that inspiration. You know, I like to give the example that many people, you know, find that they get this great idea or the solution to a problem after a long day and they happen to be in the shower, just taking a shower. So what happened? They actually slowed themselves down enough. Right. They were just focused on having that shower. And not thinking about, you know, what they need to do tomorrow and what they didn't accomplish today or anything like that and left enough space to actually receive inspiration, to receive an idea, to receive a solution. No different than, you know, the beauty of music, not that I'm a musical person or anything like that, yet the beauty of music is in, is in between the notes, is in the pauses of the notes. Without those pauses in between notes, you wouldn't have the melody, you wouldn't have the music. And it's the same thing. Leaving that space, enough slow time. And, and, and why is this so crucial? Because I'm all about people, you know, I love simple. I honestly love simple. I love easy. I love, I, and, and business for me, business is about when business is successful for me when it's flowing. You know, I, I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm, I got tired of hearing and this happens still in the entrepreneurial world. And it has its place. I understand that. But I, 
yet at the same time, I'm, I've gotten tired of listening to, you know, if you want to be an entrepreneur, be prepared to struggle, be prepared to suffer, <laughs> be prepared to be stressed yeah. out, be prepared never to have time for anything but your business. I get it. I get it in your business. I've been an entrepreneur for over 20 years. I've had my ups, my downs, great times, challenging moments. Yet, yet if you have a firm belief that you're going to enter that world, that it's going to be all of those things, stress, struggle, sacrifice, all of those things, that's exactly what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. So I like to flip it and I like to say, but wait a minute, what if my business could be fun? What if I could enjoy what I'm doing? What if it could be impactful? What if it could be inspirational? You know, what if I could, you know, have joy, you know, in my business? Does that mean that I'm not going to have my challenges? That does that mean that anybody listening here or watching is not going to, you're not going to have your challenges? Absolutely. You're going to have your challenges. Yet, if you can find the joy in that, that's going to be your growth spurt. That's where you are actually going to grow and become this individual who now understands how to respond to, you know, situations that just like what happened to you today with, you know, with the flooding, like mm -hmm. you could react and you could be totally thrown off your game. You could, and most people will do this. This is what a lot of individuals do not understand as well is that there's a, a huge difference between um, thinking and reacting. You know, many people will react for the most part, meaning in any given certain circumstance that they have, that they're in, they're going to react in a certain way because that's what they've learned. So I like to give the example. There are some people when they get angry, they start yelling. That's yeah. a reaction. That's what they've learned. They haven't taken the time to think and actually say, could I respond to this in a different way rather than react? And when you Let's, start to think, you start to respond potentially in a different way so that you can get a different result. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll be 100% transparent here. When my son flooded the first floor, uh, I did holler um, because, oh, yep. you know, I, it was my initial reaction, but I, I did slow that down because I realized that's not productive. But the reason I'm most dis upset right now is because I'm unable to help with any of what's going to need to be done, given I've got my knee replaced and I'm rehabbing that. And actually this week I was instructed to stay off of it less weight bearing. So couldn't have come at a worse time. But once I explained to my sons, hey guys, this is really bad. I mean, I'm in the basement, like, like just, oh my gosh, because I'm seeing, I'm seeing yeah. what's happening. I know, I know the damage is the water and I know where it goes and I know all it touches. And this is not, as simple as, well, we've mopped it up with all the towels and things we could grab. We're just going to have to do laundry for days on end. It is not that. It's going to be yeah. so much more. And my sons just didn't realize that. And once I explained to them, hey, this, and now they're seeing it. And my oldest son is, you know, I said, listen, at this point forward, I said to him Sunday night, I said, at this point forward, all we're going to do about this is joke about this situation. We're going to, we're going to poke fun at each other. We're going to laugh because the water spill, it's done. No more damage is going to be done. We're going to have to fix what we have to fix. And that's that. And, but now you know why I was so intense in that moment because I was realizing the great impact it's going to have. And 
you know, it's mostly I feel terrible for my wife because she's taking care of me. She's got her own, some of her own health issues. She runs our house as normal. Yeah. And now this. Yeah. And, that's the uh, cool thing about it as well, though. Yeah. This is the cool thing about it as well. And I think this is really important for people to understand as well is that, is that we are having, you know, we're having our experiences and your responses and your reactions and all that. That's going to potentially have an effect on the people around you. Not only that, right. you know, you know, we talk about, you know, things happening to you. You know, this potentially is a phenomenal lesson for your kids mm -hmm. as, as well as for yourself, right? They right. could see, they could see their dad and how he responded to something and how he turned something, you know, potentially really like big into something that we can now laugh about. And I love to say this as well, you know, like I agree with you 100%, you know, six months down the road, a year month down the road, three years down the road, you're going to be looking at this event and, and truly laughing at it. And this happens to so many people. So I like to say to them, so why wait? You might as well start uh, laughing now. Yeah. Right? Why yeah. wait? Why wait? Yeah. You're gonna, you know you're going to be laughing about it in a couple of months' time, in a couple of years' time, yeah. whatever it is. Why wait? You might as well laugh about it now. And looking at it and, okay, how are we going to move forward? Because mm. ultimately, you that's that, what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. That, that, that statement of why wait, let's laugh now actually dovetails into something that I want, I want you to unpeel a little more. So in my schedule, in my life, I'm big on creating that space, creating that time schedule, that life schedule, that balance, whatever you want to call it. Um, I orchestrate and, and like overmanage my time. So a lot of folks think that Jeff sleeps in late because I don't start answering emails until about 10 o'clock. Um, they think I knock off early because I don't return emails much after four or five. Um, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of things orchestrated in my day that fit within those time ranges. Um, what I'm doing when I get up in the morning, but it's me time. It's reading, it's reflecting. Um, I actually have a habit where I read things pre printing press because think about those words and those stories and those lessons. They were so valuable as the, the village and the castles were being raided. The scribes and the pre priests went to the catacombs and grab that stuff and took it. It was that valuable. So I, that's one little tweak that I, that I share with people. Um, I'm scheming, I'm thinking. And like all that, you, you referred to it, that idea comes like a lightning bolt to the forehead in the shower. We'll just create more of those shower time, just figuratively shower time. Yeah. You know, I, I orchestrate throughout the summer going to my campsite. It's an amazing place. And I invite people up. And we, and we jam out on business and life and family and goals. I create that space and I really work hard to not let things come into it. Um, you know, vendors in my one retail business want to see me on a Tuesday. You can go on Tuesday. I won't be there. I'll be there Monday. I'll be there Thursday. So if it's important to you and I'm important, you'll, you'll make it work. And I'm, I'm rigid and I've shared with people like, I, I, uh, one, and I'll share this lesson and then, and then I'll have you pick it up. I had a realtor friend of mine and they were, um, they were really struggling in their career. They felt like they're, they're pouring themselves into their career, answering calls at nine, 10, 1 a.m. in the morning, phone calls. I said, wait, 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 stop all that. I want you to assess all those times that you gave, all those moments you missed your children in, in choir and in sports. All those things you stayed home and the family went and did. Did you sell one house as a result of those efforts? 
And the answer was, was maybe a couple over the years. I said, so if you just drop those couple sales over the years, is your career any different? No. Well, then just stop those actions and start to manage your time better. So I'll let you pick it up from there. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely. I love what you're saying about ultimately what you're doing, Jeff. And I think this is important for any entrepreneur to understand is you have the power. You have the the, the to you have the power to design to design your lifestyle. You can have the power to design your business around the lifestyle that you want to live. You can decide on the hours that you want to work. You can decide on what days you want to take off, what days you want to work. Even myself, like my schedule is a little unorthodox, if you want to call it. I'm many times um, uh, on a Tuesday, like on a Tuesday like today, many times is a day off for me. Whereas mm. on a Sunday, potentially I might do some work on a Sunday where most people it's, you know, uh, you know, on a Friday, I might decide to take it, I take it a little easier. And it's just, I'm, I'm designing it the way I want. And also, and this ties in very nicely with mindset as well, is that I'm deciding, I'm making that decision. I am, de- I'm deciding that I am setting that intention to do it like that. And the thing is this with, 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 you know, like these people that you were mentioning with regards to their business and their real estate and answering these calls at any given hours and all of these things. This is part of, again, what has been ingrained in so many entrepreneurs is that and, and again, it's something that we hear over and over, and I'm not going to deny it either, is that we, you, you can attend any entrepreneurial event, you can read books, listen to podcasts, and we hear over and over, you need to be taking action. You need to be mm-hmm. taking, not only do you need to be taking ma- action, you need to be taking massive action. And I am not denying that you don't need to be taking action. Yet what I have discovered over the years, coming back to what we were talking about before, is that there is a significant difference between taking action and taking inspired action. And when I receive inspiration to take action and I'm inspired to give a phone call to someone, I'm now making a phone call to one person who's potentially going to lead to business, for example, rather than having to make 50 phone calls to finally get to that person because I received that information. I received that inspiration. And, yep. and that makes us more efficient, which helps us with our time. So that now we can actually spend less time in our business and still generate the amount of business that we want to generate. It's, yeah. it's amazing how so many entrepreneurs go down this rabbit hole. And again, I say it because that's what they've been taught. That they've been yep. taught action. Your time, the more time you spend in your business, the more money you're going to make. Well, that's just a fallacy. Because if that was the case, if that was the case, that would mean that the amount of money, that the income that you can earn is limited because time is limited. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean, and, and there are tons of people who are not spending huge amounts of time in their business, yet are still making huge amounts of money. And it ties in very nicely to what you're talking about as well, is that, you know, if you want to be all-rounded success, if you want to call it, there's more to your life than your business. What happens to so many entrepreneurs is their identity has gotten so caught up in their business. And this is why they want to spend so much time in their business because their whole identity is wrapped around it. So the minute they're not doing their business, somehow they feel lost. Yeah, there's a void. They feel like, I don't know who I am. 
If I'm not doing yeah. my business, who am I? Right. Right. So they get lost in that. And, and this is, this is very significant because we can talk about, and when it comes to the inner work, we're not talking about, you know, that money is the most important thing or the least important thing. Money has its importance. And then there are many other things. Our families have importance, our relationships, our, 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 our spirituality, our, our health. You know, what's the sense of me building a, a you know, a great business that's successfully successful in terms of financial terms? Yet, you know, my relationships are being destroyed. My health is, you know, shocked, yeah. you know, and, and then at some point in time, you know, you realize, holy man, is this all worth it? Just like when you said to them, like, is it, has it been worth it so far? And getting caught up in that identity. And what I like to mention about that to tie that in is, is to me, this is really, really crucial because there's nothing wrong in spending time in your business. There's nothing wrong in achieving huge financial success. There's nothing wrong in having everything that you want to have that's, let's say, material. There's nothing wrong in that at all. Far from it. The challenge is this, is the attachment to it. Mm -hmm. If you are so attached to it, this is where, this is where trouble can begin. Because in any given day, I mean, let's face it. In any given day, not that I would wish this on anybody, on anybody, in any given day, your business could be taken away from you Mm -hmm. for some reason. Some circumstance happened and business is gone. I'll just add right now and let you continue. If you're, if you're refuting that right now, look back to the spring of 2020. You go. The whole world had it all taken away. Exactly. I'll let you continue. Yeah. And amazingly, Part, many people during that time realized, hey, I really don't need to be attached to those things. Some of them had epiphanies right. and said, man, I was really attached to that. You know what? I can actually survive by not going into the office. I could actually do something, you know, and, and they realized that. So at any given time, you can, and when I say attached, and this is to anything, and this is a hard pill to swallow for many people, because I say that includes your relationships. So that includes with your kid. You can't, like, you can be attached to your kids. Yeah, at the same time, your kids, your partner, I know I'm deviating a tiny bit here. They're not the ones that are making you happy. You could think that, but if you're doing that, then your happiness, if you want to call it that, your success is reliant on them. Right. And that's not, that's a heavy, that's a heavy burden for them to carry as well. So for me to look at my partner and say, listen, you know, for me to be happy, uh, you know what? That depends on you. That's a heavy burden for anybody to carry. Especially if they haven't figured out happiness for themselves. Exactly. Exactly. Because who's helping them with that? Because they're helping you. Yeah. So by me letting that go and learning not to be attached to that, now my whole success doesn't revolve just around that. And I also have you know, I have a wider, my, my identity is not just stuck with my business. Now, there's no, like I said, there's no, there are going to be times in your life when you're going to be spending 80% of your time in your business. I get that. It does fluctuate. You know, if people talk, want to talk about balance, you know, balance isn't, you know, if there's five major areas of your life, it's not a matter of having 20% of each of, or dedicating 20% of time to each of them all the time. No, it fluctuates. There's going to be a time when right. you're going to be spending a little more time in your business. There's going to be a time when you need to be spending a little more time in your relationships. There's going to be a time when you realize, man, you know, 
I haven't been taking care of my health. I need to really shift and, and give some more dedication to my health. And then you find that balance and you find that balance. Yeah. Which, you know, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. This thing with, with, uh, with this attachment, once you can do that, it's a, it's, it, it is a weight off many people's shoulders. Yeah. And that's really, you know, a tr to me, the definition, and, and we're going to dig into this topic and then, uh, and then we'll land the airplane on this episode, so to say, you know, to me, the, the true definition and the true success benchmark of an entrepreneur is, is being able to do those things that you just shared, you know, shifting the buckets of time and commitment to family, to work, to new ideas, um, to systems. So you don't have problems. To me, that's really the true definition of an entrepreneur. You know, I, I share with people when things are balanced, if you look at a scale, you know, that old school brass scale that all the lawyers yeah. have in their logo, when those two uh, pedestals are equal, what's that dial read? It reads zero. Why do you want zero of anything? I don't want zero of anything. I want all of everything that I can get. Now, some of those things I'm willing to sacrifice. Some things, you know, if you're going to be that person that's going to go and fly into your business every week for two years straight, because down the road, you've got this massive goal you want to hit and everybody around you is on board with that, go do it. But just commit to it, you know, that inspired action. But, you know, being an entrepreneur means you manage you overmanage the result and the time that you want for the things that are important to you. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Um, and, and if I may add as well, when it goes yeah. to going for that goal, and again, this is where I think a lot of people get caught up as well, is I'm going to, I'm going to mention about the attachment as well. So why do I, why would I want you to be detached from that goal? Let me tell you why, because that goal will arrive and it's wonderful to move towards. Yet that is, if you, if you are determined that you will only be satisfied once you reach that goal, mm. you're going to set yourself up for disappointment because you will reach that goal and then you'll go, now what? Right. And if in between, yeah. this is the part where the dis detachment comes because if in between from here going to the goal, you are going to be dissatisfied. First of all, you're going to be pushing your goal further away because you can't live a dissatisfied journey and expect mm. a satisfied result. You want that to live a joyous powerful. journey. You want to live a joyous journey to then have a joyous result. Yet at the same time, this is where the detachment comes. At the same time, I am satisfied where I am right now. I'm satisfied where I am right now. And at the same time, I'm looking forward to, I'm eager for more. So now, as much as of a cliche as this is, and this is what I love to talk about in the Inside Lane program, as much as of a cliche as this is, it's about the journey. Yeah. It's about, you know, I heard, I heard many years, a number of years ago, I heard Eckhart Tolle speaking. And he said something that I thought was so powerful that it stuck with me. And it's this, because so many people are saying, they're searching for their purpose in life. They're searching for their purpose and, and they want to discover their purpose. And that's wonderful. I get it. Yet nowadays, the way I look at it is this. Right now, I'm having this conversation with you, Jeff. 
mm-hmm. and with the listeners and the watchers and the people watching here. And right now, that is my purpose in life. When yeah. we finish here and I move on to my next task, that will now be my purpose in life. And then when I'm home with the kids, for instance, now that is my purpose in life. And I'm fully present in that moment there and then. And I move from one purpose to the other. And then slowly but surely, your biggest purpose, bigger purpose, let's say in life, it will begin to unfold for you. Trusting that it's all working out for you. I love it. What a, I mean, I'm going to repeat what you said. You can't hit a satisfied goal with a dissatisfied journey. I love that. Just absolutely love it. People who watch my show, they'll see me at times doing this motion as my guests are talking. I'm not multitasking. I'm in the moment, but I'm being a little efficient and I'm jotting down those salient points, those really poignant moments. And that, I mean, that right there, it's going to be one of my shorter shows because typically we go a little hour. I'm, I'm feeling the feeling the, the need today. So we're going to look <laughs> to wrap it up here. But, um, but man, I have two pages. I've never hit two pages. <laughs> so Ken, thank you for that. Um, my absolute you pleasure. Your, yeah. You mentioned your inside lane program. Where do people go to, uh, to get that? Well, if they want to know more about the inside lane program, they can hop on over to the successful entrepreneurnow.com. They're seeing it on the screen right now, actually. That's right. And they have the option there to watch a free webinar there where I delve into some details uh, about the program. Uh, they can watch that or they can actually read as well. That's, you know, people have different, different preferences there. Um, I, as you can see, that what, what's being shown there, I'm all about having fun, enjoying your business, keeping things simple. Um, and from there, they can see if it's a match for them. I'm not going to be, you know, I, there is an offer there for people, yet they don't purchase there or anything like that. They can, from there, they can apply. They can apply to see whether, whether or not, I, I, to have a call so that I can see whether or not it is a match. Because not everyone's going to be a match for the program, yet yep. um, that's, that's the best place for them to go right now for this. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'll just touch on that. What Ken said about applying and being a match and getting on a call. You know, you might think as a listener or watcher that that's a tactic, right? Just to scoop up a whole bunch of people and build an email list and then hammer, hammer your inbox. And listen, Ken's a smart gentleman. I'm sure if you get on his email list, he'll send you great information. Uh, I do the same. I've been doing the big ticket live show now as my, as my media to put my, brilliance out there, my skills out there, how I can help businesses. And I, I'll be transparent. I've, I have two relationships as a result of it, but I shared that my consulting works very intentional for specific reasons and, and it's very unique. And, uh, and that's what I've got. And I've had those calls. Um, every show ends with asking people if they want to get one of those calls. And, uh, I don't go and pound your email inbox because it's, it's just not my, it's not my end game. You know, I, yeah, I, I if I would do 100%. that, I'd have a dissatisfying journey. Yeah, absolutely. Build, I agree I've, with you 100%. Yeah. And as, and, and as I can speak to, to as, as someone, I, my apologies if I interrupted. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so, so that's something that, again, throughout my journey, you know, th- you know, I've been in sales and all of that and throughout the journey. And I've just come to the realization now more than ever that, you know, it's, I, I offer the information. I will do my utmost to offer. Uh, good value to people, even, you know, a lot of times for free and uh, they can listen. And if they, if something resonates with you, 
and say, you know what? Yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to check this guy out. I want to, you know, I want to have a chat with him. And it, it might resonate with you. It might not resonate with you. If it doesn't, that's okay. You'll find someone else who will resonate with you. It, it, and, and that, and that's fine. And, and then, and I find that these people who decide then for themselves to come on board, they're going to be more committed people. They're going to be, you know, and nothing was forced. And I want people ultimately, you know, one of my goals in life, Jeff, is this, is to, whenever I have a conversation with someone, I want them to walk away feeling better about themselves than they did before we had the conversation. Yeah. And if I can accomplish Powerful. that, that's fantastic. Well, I'm positive you do that. So you want to connect with Ken, you go to the, it was, again, I'm sorry, the successfulentrepreneurnow.com. We've had that on the screen. We've been showing you some of Ken's sites on the screen. One of my friends and fans, and I'll just shout out now, somebody who I'm super proud of, Jonna, Jonna Hoover-Grain. She's a, a local business owner, local to me in the Lancaster, Pennsylvania area. And uh, this is, Ken, you would love Jonna because this is, this is a woman who, like, built her career in Edward Jones finance from scratch, like did it the hard way, the exact way the plan uh, subscribes. And it was that commitment. Mm -hmm. And yet she still balanced it out with family and with joy and with connection. Every yeah. time I see a guest on my other show, Jonna knows that guest. She, she, did, she did all this stuff. She pulled from these buckets at this point and, and set these other ones aside. I'm positive of it. Because Edward Jones just doesn't give an office to anybody. They have to follow the plan. And she went yeah. and built. And I'm positive there were slight moments along that way that were a little dissatisfying. But overall, a satisfying journey. And man, she hit that goal. And I, I you know, the day she yeah, said I'm, it, I'm, I'm like, wow, that's a lot. I'm seeing goal. her comment here, which says, yep. same with parenting. I'm not sure what she's referring to there. Yeah, yeah that was uh, that, back a few minutes back, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking that potentially she's thinking, uh, she might be referring to, you know, having the joy in the parenting. I think many times mm -hmm. what happens as parents, and I've been there, done that, where, you know, we get so lost in the tasks again, that we need to be doing this and we need to do that. And forgetting that, you know, to, to be joyful in that moment with your children, with your parenting, enjoying that very moment with your, with your, with your kids when you're with them. You know, and, and so many parents find themselves many years down the road going, Oh, I wish they were so young and I could have done this <laughs> and I could have done this rather than yeah. reminding themselves now when they're young, Hey, listen, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's enjoy this moment, whatever it is yeah. with its, with its challenges. I mean, parenting right. is not the, you know, is it, something that, you know, you, you, you learn as you go along. That's right. Yeah. There's, despite there being many parenting guidebooks, there's not a parenting guidebook. <laughs> for you and your child yeah. and your situations, you know? So anyway, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm just going to repeat what you said a few minutes back to remind everybody watching and listening. You cannot hit that satisfying goal if you have a dissatisfactory and unsatisfying journey. That was just brilliant. It was worth the price of admission. Uh, if you were <laughs> asked for a price for admission today, it would have been worth it. But uh, Ken... Uh, thank you for your time today. My absolute pleasure. If you want to connect with Ken, again, we go to the thesuccessfulentrepreneurnow.com. Please check out what Ken has there for you. And if you're so inspired and called to, reach out to him. I'm sure you'll have a great call. As he said, his goal is just to make you a better person when you hang up than when you started. And then you go from there. So everybody, thank you so much 
for joining us on this episode of Big Ticket Life. I enjoyed it so much, and I hope you do too. Have a wonderful day and take care. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode of The Big Ticket Life. You've heard from another amazing guest living their own Big Ticket Life, and now it's time to live yours. First, I'd love for you to take me up on my free gift to you. Find your gift at gift.bigticketlife.live. That's gift.thebigticketlife.live. See, all your life you've been told what is and what is impossible by the loudest voices from the cheapest seats. It's time to finally do life and business on your terms. Sure, you've heard similar things, but without clarity on what can be done, it's easy to have your customers, employees, maybe even partners, and your spouse keep you from truly living a big ticket life. My big ticket methods shift you into that investor seat in your business, away from commodity and away from competition into a market of one so you can finally live your own big ticket life. So my gift to you is for you to book your discovery call today where we'll uncover first the Chivo behaviors, those chief everything officer behaviors that hold you back and why moving into the investor seat in your own business is critical. Two, we'll uncover the premium position that's up for grabs right now in your market that you're missing out on. And three, which big ticket methodologies are just waiting to be dropped into your business to explode your sales and profits. So again, thanks for listening to this episode. I'd love for you to take action right now. Accept this gift. Book your call. Go to gift.thebigticketlife.live. Again, that's gift.thebigticketlife.live.